Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening, Church of Jesus Christ, Bride of Christ, brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus. I'm David Kennedy, and I'm filling in temporarily for... Pastor Don Spears of Don Spears Ministries. Pastor Don is convalescing from a knee operation, open knee, a replacement of his entire knee. So, you know, it's very painful and there may be complications, Lord willing. I believe in all that bacteria will be killed and healing will take place at a miraculous rate. However, things don't always go the way I pray. I don't know why, but the Lord does what he wants. Amen? So, tonight, I was going to read, by suggestion of a brother, a article that I wrote and is posted at Covenant People's Forums. And it's called, and it's based on a sermon by Pastor Don Spears. It's called, Warning, End Time Fallen Angels and Demons. And the write-up was about 80%, almost word for word, Pastor Don. So, as I was reading it, I, I listened to the message again, and I thought, why am I going to read it when Pastor Don preached it, and preached it, like, this is a classic sermon, in my opinion. This is one of those must-listen messages that everyone needs to listen to, especially a lot of Christians out there, they, they love the Lord and their heart's in the right place and they're serving God, but they have no concept about spiritual warfare at all. No concept about spiritual things hardly at all, except that you get born again in the Spirit. But they don't realize that all around them are spiritual beings, entities, and that not all your thoughts are your own and this sort of thing. And this is a very good message to introduce and not just introduced, but it's good for people who are already well-informed in spiritual warfare. And this, if you study this message, it will help you as a spiritual warrior to fight for your church, for the Lord Jesus Christ, for the Bride of Christ, for your family, for your friends in prayer. You will realize who you're up against, and you'll begin to understand how pray imprecatory prayer as well as other prayer to bind these spirits, cast them out, tear them down, this sort of thing. Knowing who your enemy are, a lot of times folks just think the enemy is that brother or that neighbor who's, you know, just pig-headed, stubborn, evil, whatever, but they don't see the spiritual power behind it all that's influencing this person and maybe even to controlling them. So tonight, that's what we'll listen to. The message is called Warning and Time Fallen Angels and Demons. And I'm going to post the article in the chat room at Talk Shoe tonight. 
And if there's anybody out there later on who wants to read this or to print it off, the website, I can, if you send an email to David A. Kennedy at rogers.com, I will send you the link. So let's start with prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I give you thanks for this evening. I thank you, Lord, for Pastor Don Spears' teaching, preaching ability by the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that you gifted him with this ability. We thank you, Lord, that he was steadfast and, you know, that he was just very fastidiously searching after you and studying, memorizing your scriptures, trying to please you. And I thank you, Lord, that you birth this message through him. And tonight, Lord, I pray that your children, your people learn from this message. And I pray that people that we have never heard about, Lord, are led to this link by friends, associates, family, church members, or even by happenstance, not that they may think is happenstance, but is the Holy Spirit operating, bringing them, by, they think, by chance to a place and where they find this message and I pray Lord that it helps them to deliver others to deliver themselves by the blood of Jesus and the power of God so father in Jesus name I pray all these things and tonight Lord I lift up Pastor Don and I pray that he would have total relief from pain from this operation and Lord that all infections in the name of Jesus be slain and rendered useless and every plan and weapon formed against him will not prosper in the name of Jesus. And every tongue that rises up in judgment against him, whether it's the tongue of demons, fallen angels, uh, you know, people doing sorcery or black magic or some kind of spells and trying to cast work against him, Father, we thank you that they bounce off us and return to them sevenfold, bringing about their destruction and not ours. And I pray all these things in the name of Jesus, so be it. Amen. Here's the message. Warning, end time, fallen angels and demons by Pastor Don Spears.
welcome, welcome everyone to our Sunday night Bible study on TalkShoes. Good to have all you people there in the chat room. I appreciate you taking time this Sunday afternoon to join us around the Word of God. It's a pleasure to have you there, and I appreciate it very much. How you doing, Brother Jason? Doing well, praise the Lord. Amen, brother. You sound perky. I'm glad of that. Glad you got your reading glasses on. <laughs> Me too. Okay, boy, well, we're going to be in Mark chapter five tonight, folks, and we'll probably depart from here on another subject that we're going to run across here, and I'm uh, I'll make more mention of that in just a few minutes. But before we do anything, brother Jason, if you would open us in a word of prayer, brother. Heavenly Father, we come to you tonight in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for the opportunity to get together and gather in your name and study your word. We ask, Lord, that you'd fill us with your Holy Spirit, that you'd lead us and guide us tonight. We lift Brother Don up to you, Lord, and ask that you bless him and give him wisdom as we go through the scriptures. We thank you, Lord, for bringing uh, Brother Peter back home safely and Amen. here tonight as well as uh, anybody new in the chat room. And, uh, Lord, also we pray that those that might download this program would come to know you, Lord, and that you'd speak to their hearts. And we ask all these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, amen. Okay. Well, last, what the, well, let's see. <laughs> yeah, here I go again. Turn back to, um, to um, Mark chapter 4 for just a second. Brother, I want to make just a few comments about something that we hurried up with um, last Sunday. I want you to read the last, let's see, I want you to go back over that last part uh, from verse, let's see. No, 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 Lord's not going to let me do that. Just go back to chapter 5 and start reading in verse 1, brother, and I'll, I'll stop you where I need to. And they came over unto the other side of the sea into the country of the Gadarenes. Okay, I will make mention of one thing. These Gad, uh, this country of the Gadarenes is on the eastern side of Jordan. Do you remember what tribe settled on the eastern side of Jordan, folks? It was the Gadites from the tribe of Gad. Now, we know they were taken captive, part of the ten northern tribes, into... Um, into Assyria. So I wonder who these Gadarenes are. Fixing to find out what one of their main industries are, that's for sure, is what one of their main industries was at the time of this writing. Just keep that in mind. Just thought I'd bring it to your attention. Go ahead, brother, verse 2. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains. Okay. This unclean spirit, singular it says here, the unclean spirit. Had an unclean spirit, but we're going to find out shortly that this unclean spirit's got a name. And it's not singular, it's plural. That's what we're going to find out. We're going to learn some things here about a demon-possessed person. 
Number one, right here in verse three, he's dwelling among the tombs. Demon possessed folks like to, you know, hang around dead things. Think about it. Verse four, brother. Because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, and the fetters broken into pieces, neither could any man tame him. Okay, here we see that supernatural strength is exhibited. This guy could break chains, and no man could tame him. He broke the chains and ran around, hanging around tombs. Verse 5, brother. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself with stones. Marking his body. Hmm. So these unclean spirits like to hang around dead things all the time. They display extraordinary strength. They like to cut their bodies up. Hmm. Huh. Verse 6, brother. But when he saw Jesus afar off, he ran and worshipped him. Okay, this worship here is not the kind of worship that we worship the Father in spirit and truth. This is just an ob- obeisance. Okay? All the demons... They they had to give that obeisance to the master. Okay? James says in his book, even the devils believe and tremble. Okay? It's a different kind of worship. This is a homage. This is not like, like we worship God in spirit and in truth. This has nothing to do with anything like that. It's just they know who's boss. Let's just put it that way. Go ahead, brother. And cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou Son of the Most High God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. Okay. Singular but plural. Singular but plural. We're going to find that out in just a second. He knows Jesus is the Son of God. They all do. They're very familiar with him. So you can say you can uh, you can say much more about a demon when it comes to respect to knowing who the boss is than a lot of so-called Christians out there, folks. Okay, and some people walking in the upright, claiming to be normal human beings. Verse eight, brother. For he said unto him, Come out of the man. Thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. Uh, you ought to look that Legion up in a concordance and see how many devils were in this man. Yeah, he they were many, all right. Something like 6,700, you know, of this, it's seven. It's I think six thousand seven hundred sixty-eight um, men plus so many thousand soldiers, 
during the time of Augustus that were a legion, not counting horses. But there was a mucho many. And this one man, this un, this unclean spirit, which were many demons, and, and the King James a lot of times will call these unclean spirits devils. In retrospect, and they'll call them devils, and then in the next verse, it's like, well, we're going to see in just a few minutes, going to call them devils, right down below here, I believe. And it, but that's what it is, an unclean spirit. You've got familiar spirits, unclean spirits, all demonic, all right? In Acts chapter 16, we see this woman, this prophet is following the Paul and Silas along, say, telling the truth, not a lying spirit, but a demonic spirit, okay? Saying, these are the servants of the Most High God that bring us the way of salvation, <laughs> But Paul turns around and casts out the devil. See, they ain't stupid. That's in Acts chapter 16. Verse 9, brother. And he asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. Now there was there nigh unto the mountains a great herd of swine feeding. And all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine that we may enter into them. And forthwith Jesus gave them leave, and the unclean spirits went out and entered into the swine, and the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea. Now, I brought this. I'm going to, here's where I'm going to depart for just a second. First of all, before we depart, I'm going to make mention. These guys that asked the Lord, they asked the Lord of heaven to do something for them. And the Lord complied. He complied. He didn't send them out. Send them back to the Abuso, into the bottomless pit. He let them go into this herd of swine. Wow. And what did they do? Instead of running out across the land, they went running and went into the sea. Now, why in the world did they do this? Why did they do this? Now, now, from what we, I want you to be turning to Job chapter twenty-six, brother, while I'm talking. Now, I want you guys to. I want you to clear your minds for a second. I've been I've been throwing this fish hook out there with bait on it for quite a while now, and I can't get nobody out there to take the bait. And this is a good this is a good bait. Okay, this is not <laughs> this is not for suckers. I'm going to show you something. If you got the fortitude and want to know about it, to study it, okay? That is, if you want to know about this, and I'll show you why it's important as we follow the scriptures on through, scripture with scripture, 
in the context, remember. Keep that in mind. But I want you to clear your minds of all the religious crap trap that some of you folks has got fishing around out there with the false prophets and false teachers that wouldn't know a Bible doctrine if it reached up and slapped them in the face, that don't even believe what they try to teach, but try to destroy it all the time. Shoot, you got one bunch that runs around opening a program telling everybody they're a bunch of little G-gods, okay? Anyway, Job chapter 26, verse 5, Brother Jason. Listen to what he says, and I'll explain why we went back here as we go through these scriptures. But these, now remember back here, we're dealing with devils and demons, okay? And these guys, many, they're a legion, want to go into the swine so they can depart and run into the sea, into the water. Why in the world did they want to go back to the water? Well, they really, all they did, they went home. <laughs> what in the world is he talking about? Fixing to show you. Fixing to show you. Job chapter 26, verse 5, Brother Jason. Dead things are formed from under the waters and the inhabitants thereof. Dead things are formed from under the waters and the inhabitants thereof. That word dead there is Rapha. Are you familiar with the Rephaim? The offspring of the cohabitation of angels and women of Genesis 6? Turn to Isaiah chapter 26 now, brother. Oh, by the way, you can run to your Strong's Concordance and find out what it says the Raphael are. Okay? <laughs> oh, I hope you do. You better listen to me. I'm showing you something. I'm showing you something, or I'm trying to, if you've got ears to hear. Isaiah chapter 26, and read verse 13 and 14, brother. I made mention of this when we did that little study in Isaiah not long ago, but I didn't expound on it. Isaiah 26, verse 13 and 14, brother. O Lord, our God, other lords besides thee have had dominion over us. Okay, I want you to follow me here, folks. Listen to what's said. O Lord, our God, other lords have had have had dominion over us. Go ahead, brother. But by thee only will we make mention of thy name. Verse 14. They are dead. Who is they? they the, well, wait just a second. Let me explain this and why it's important. They are dead. Back up to verse 15. Who's dead? Other lords. Okay? You can follow it. Go follow it in the Hebrew if you want to, okay? 
Then it says, they shall not live. Go ahead, brother. Read complete verse 14. They are dead. They shall not live. They are deceased. They shall not rise. Okay. The word dead here is not the same Hebrew word as we read back in Job chapter 26. This is mu in the Hebrew, this dead year. But the word deceased is ratha. Ghost, spirits, demons. They shall not rise. Therefore, Hast thou visited and destroyed them? The context of this, folks, is the end time. Go back and read the whole thing. The context of this is the end times. Isaiah saying, these lords, they're dead. They shall not rise. They're deceased. They're Rapha, ghosts, spirits. They shall not rise. Really? Is that right? Well, they've been they was they had rose and got in that man that we just talked about in Mark chapter five and also in Matthew, and we will again in Luke. They possess people, folks. The Rephaim died. Joshua and Caleb killed a bunch of them. Giants. What happened to their spirits? They come back as demons. They are the demons. That's how demons started. What did Job tell you? The oldest book in the Bible. The dead things, the Rapha, are formed under the waters and the inhabitants thereof. Something lives under the waters. And you ever wondered how it talks about those things under the waters in the book of Revelation. Like I said, the context here in Isaiah is the end times, folks. It's got our resurrection in here also. times. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind for where we're going next. Okay? Keep in mind these demons, you know, they inhabit people. Okay? They don't, they can't do nothing without a body. In 1 John 5, it tells you to try the spirits whether they be of God. Next verse, for many false prophets. 
They love to inhabit people. Well, wonder if they were given an opportunity to have their own body. I'm asking you to be honest with your own self. And trash can the gobbledygook that some of these materialists have stuck in your head. I want you to be honest. Think of the possibilities. Let's see if there's any scripture to back it up. Okay? Wonder if they had a, a body that was made for them to inhabit. Where they could really wreak havoc and damage. Is it possible? I don't know how many of you folks know what's going on in this world today with transhumanism and cloning. Don't have, I see this this is not science fiction anymore, folks. Not science fiction anymore. It doesn't matter whether you believe it or not, folks. It's happening. So, y'all either sheep. My God, how many years ago was that? Do you realize what's going on in the major corporations of the world? That there's 50 corporations larger than any of the than most all the governments of the world. Did you know that? They have their own military, their own science department, their own research and development laboratories. Do you know what's going on? Do you take the time to check it out? Or are you too busy worrying about stuff that absolutely has no determination on what's coming in the near future? Or could prepare you for what's coming in the near future if the Lord allows you to live? Where is he coming up with all this stuff? Out of the Word of God. See, I believe the book. So what's he talking about now? I believe every blessed word of it, folks. Turn to Daniel chapter 1, brother. I want you to read the first verse in Daniel chapter 1. I want you to stop when you read the first verse. And I want you folks to sit back and think of what's fixing to be said. And you can check it in the Hebrew, and then we're going to go and get the second witness in the Greek. And it's going to say the same thing in the Greek, as it says in the English. Daniel chapter 12, verse 1. Context? Well, it'll be self-evident shortly. <clears throat> Go ahead, Brother Jason. 
and at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people, and there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. And at that time, uh, thy people shall be delivered. In time. Everyone that shall be found written in the book. In time. You got it? Now turn to Matthew 24. See, that's just an, that's just an angel talking there. He might not have the skibby, you reckon? Well, let's see what Jesus Christ had to say about the very same period of time. Matthew chapter 24, verse 21, brother. Do I have to tell you folks what the context of Matthew 24 is? Surely to goodness you that's been with me a long time know what Matthew 24 is all about. And Mark 13 and Luke 21 because we're fixing to go there too. 24 verse 21, brother. Lord Jesus Christ talking. For then shall be great tribulation such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. Now, do you realize what the essence of God manifest in the flesh just told you people? Do you believe it? There's a time coming that there has never been a time like it since the beginning of creation, nor ever will be again. Now I want you to let, I want you to stop now and think about the worst stuff that's ever happened that's ever been recorded. Okay? Think about it. Since there was a nation is what the angel said. Do you realize where the nations first started showing up? After the flood. You know what the context of what he just read you is? Christ says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the day of the coming of the Son of Man in time. Now just think, what is the worst recorded historical events that's ever happened, any torture, any killing, any slavery, the massacres, the bloodshed, any earthquake, any tornado, well, he's telling you there's a period of time it's going to be worse than all that. Turn to Luke chapter 21, brother.
Oh, I guess he's just allegorizing and joking, ain't he? Huh? Just, he's just trying to scare you, ain't he? No, if you know him as Lord and Savior, he's trying to warn you. And so am I. And to anyone that hears these broadcasts, that's got ears to hear and eyes to see and a believing, humble heart. And the Spirit of God dwells in you. Luke 21, verse 26. Context? This period of time we're talking about. Men's hearts failing them for Just fear. Read verse 25 and verse 26. And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity and sea and the waves roaring. Men's hearts failing them for fear. Why? Why are they? Why is the men's hearts failing them for fear? Go ahead. And for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. What? Looking for what? Those things which are coming on the earth. Any of you folks ever read Revelation when the bottomless pits opened? See, everybody wants to tell you that's an allegory. You reckon it was an allegory if them angels made it with the women and they had giants? You reckon that's an allegory too? You say they'll lie to you. They don't believe the book, folks. Infidelity reigns supreme today. What's your infidelity? You, you telling me that you've got a third-grade education and don't know what infidelity means? Unbelief. They make fun of believers. They make fun of believing in Christ. They make fun of the word believe. They try to destroy it. They don't know the difference between belief and faith. In other words, they don't know squat. Turn back to Amos chapter 3, brother, and read verse 7. In Amos chapter 3, verse 7. God will do nothing, but he revealeth his secret unto his servants, the prophets. Did you hear what he said? So, if the Lord's going to do something like this, you reckon he'd reveal it to some people that loved him and believed his book and taught his book and were called to teach his book and preach his book? Do you reckon he would? Guess what? There's mucho of those servants saying exactly what I'm trying to tell you today. Totally disconnected from one another. Except 
connected by the book and the Holy Spirit. Reckon it's just a coincidence? I'm asking you people to think and pray. Men's hearts failing them for fear, for looking for those things coming upon the earth. I wonder what's coming on the earth that's going to make people die of fright. See, for ages and uh, the, the old, the, just the common well, that means that they might have a heart. Why would they have a heart attack? This is talking about a time period that's never been, never going to be again. Never been nothing like it. Some of you folks can't even fathom what I'm saying. Because your mind's been polluted with BS. Turn to Revelation chapter 9, brother. Let's check out something coming upon the earth. See if the Lord did reveal it to one of his servants, the prophets. The problem is, where do you believe it? I don't give a rat's tail what anybody else has told you. I'm asking you to believe the book and the Spirit of God. That's what I'm asking you to believe. Start reading in verse 1. And the fifth angel sounded, and I saw a star fall from heaven unto the earth, and to him was given the key of the bottomless pit. And he opened the bottomless pit, and there arose a smoke out of the pit, as the smoke of a great furnace. And the sun and the air were darkened by reason of the smoke of the pit. And there came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and unto them was given power, as the scorpions of the earth have power. Locusts, scorpions, as the scorpions, as light. Remember what I've tried to pound in y'all's brains about similitudes? What similitude is? That's just scorpions scorpions and locusts. Is that right? You folks remember the Daniel 2 army? We're going to go back there in just a second. Read verse 4, brother. Keep on reading. And it was commanded them that they should not hurt the grass of the earth, 
neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men which have not the seal of God in their foreheads. Are you sealed? You've been sealed to the day of redemption? Continue reading, brother. And to them it was given that they should not kill them, but that they should be tormented five months. And their torment was as the torment of a scorpion when he striketh a man. Keep on. And in those days shall men seek death and shall not find it and shall desire to die, and death shall flee from them. And the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle, and on their heads were as it were crowns like gold, and their faces were as the faces of men. You got that? Sounds like uh, some kind of hybrid to me. Like a, you know, mouse with an ear, that's just the bait. Dolly the sheep, that's just a little bit of deal. Remember, these demons have to have bodies. I wonder who's been in charge over the last millennia after millennia planning out a battle against the Father. I wonder if in the thousands of years that's passed, if the one that's wiser than Daniel and has a third of the host of heaven to help him out, along with stupid, unregenerate men to help also that don't even believe in him. I wonder if it would be possible to get to a point in history when men shall run to and fro, back in Daniel 12, and knowledge shall be increased, that they could just withdraw out of the people their little manufactured demonic possession and to get their own bodies of some kind formed by genetic manipulation. And cross-hybridization. Remember, never been a time like it since there was a nation. Or never ever will be again. And in all three chapters of the second coming, Matthew 24, Mark 13, and Luke 21, the Lord says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. You see why I'm so hard on them no devilers all them anti-Lucifers, they destroy 
your ability and your ability to understand what the Scripture is trying to tell you. The Scripture defines itself if you put it together in the context where it appears. If you believe what you read. In the English. Folks, I've been believing this stuff. What I'm telling you here, the Lord showed this stuff to me years and years ago. Do you know what those... um, Angels that after whenever at the at the Tower of Babel, do you know what they said? One of the the Lord stuck that it been in my brain for forty years. One little word, two words, or three words that they said that stuck with me when I first started going through the Word of God. I'm going to paraphrase part of it. It said, hey, these guys, talking about the ones building the Tower of Babel in the land of Shinar, we got to do something because all their language is one. we got to do something because if we don't, they'll be able to do anything that they imagined to do. Imagine to do. Now, do you, are, now I want you to stop and think. Are you starting to understand why the ones that rule this world are trying to tear down barriers and make all the world of one speech and an amalgamated race mixed mess, all cultural bar- barriers tore down, shipped in, in, into every white Christian nation on this earth, every Tom, Dick, and Harry, breaking down cultures, breaking down bears, breaking down bloodlines. There's an agenda and an endgame, folks. of it. Continue reading in Revelation, brother. And they had hair as the hair of women, and their teeth were as the teeth of lions. And they had breastplates, and as it were, breastplates of iron, and the sound of their wings was as the sound of chariots of many horses running to battle. And they had tails like unto scorpions, and there were stings in their tails, and their power was to hurt men 
five months. That's who the king was. And they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the Greek tongue hath his name Apollyon. Ring a bell to any of you folks. Anybody want to know a little Greek history? Ever heard of Apollo? Ever heard of Tartarus? Ah, that's all a myth. Really? <laughs> Is that right? Some of you folks have been so brainwashed with German rationalism. It's pathetic. hinders your belief in the book, folks. Some of you don't believe in miracles. Some people wouldn't even know the Spirit of the Lord if He reached up and slapped you three times in the face. And it's not your, and, and it's not your fault, really. It was, it's, the, the system that we've grown up in, a lot of us. Some of us were fortunate enough to be delivered out of that system years ago while there was still some good teachers running around. reading, brother. One woe is past, and behold, there came two woes more hereafter. When the Lord says woe, W-O-E, folks, he ain't joking. See, yeah, some of y'all think it's just like, maybe just going to be like a bad storm, huh? Or maybe like Hurricane Katrina or some little bitty penny, something like that. Or maybe Krakatoa erupting. Or Mount Vesuvius. Something like that. Folks, don't forget what we started out with. It's a time like never has been or ever will be again. Now you put everything you've ever heard of into the context of that. Would you not agree that there has been some bad things happen on this earth that you weren't a part of in the past? Yeah, amen. Uh, of course you would agree. Well, if you believe the book, right around the corner's coming a time when all that stuff's going to be like child's play. Now are you starting to get my drift? Turn to Daniel. Turn to Joel chapter two, brother. Remember how he called these up here? You can turn to Joel two while I'm talking, brother. 
here in Revelation, how they were like locusts and scorpions. These chimeras, that's what it is, folks. They got bodies now. in verse 1 when you get there, brother. Blow ye the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord cometh. Oh, the day of the Lord. Remember what we studied about the day of the Lord events when we went through that little um Still, that little systematic studying in parts of Isaiah. Go ahead, brother. For it is nigh at hand, a day of darkness and of gloominess, a day of clouds and of thick darkness, as the morning spread upon the mountains, a great people and a strong. There hath not been Ever the like, neither shall be any more after it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Will you please, did, did the language catch your attention? Read it again. A day of darkness and of gloominess, a day of clouds and of thick darkness, as the morning spread upon the mountains, a great people and as strong, there hath not been ever the like, ever neither the like, shall... Never, there, there never have been the like, and go ahead, neither shall... Neither be. shall be any more after it. You got that? You got that. Does the language fit the context of what we're talking about? Keep on, brother, verse 3. Even to the years of many generations, a fire devoureth, devoureth before them. Before them, them, it's a people, folks, a great people. Back up in verse 2, did you miss it? Like there never has been or going to be. Go ahead, brother. And behind them a flame burneth. The land is as the Garden of Eden before them, and behind them a desolate wilderness. In other words, it's, it's, it's beautiful before them, but after you get by, after they come through and do their damage, it's in a world of hurt. Continue on. And nothing shall escape them. The appearance of them is as the appearance of horses. Oh, did we not mention, see, the horses back in Revelation 9? Go ahead, brother. And as horsemen, so shall they run. Like the noise of chariots on the tops of mountains shall they leap. Like the noise of a flame of fire that devoureth the stubble. As a strong people sat in battle array. Do you remember the, the, very, the very descriptions of the battle array in Revelation chapter 9? Continue, brother. 
before their face, the people shall be much pained. All faces shall gather blackness. They shall run like mighty men. They shall climb like climb the climb the wall like men of war, and they shall march every one on his ways, and they shall not break their ranks. Neither shall one thrust another. They shall walk every one in his path, and when they fall upon the sword, they shall not be wounded. Oh, that's just a sound. That's just got to be allegory. That's just old science fiction stuff. That's what the idiots would have you to believe. Even some of the ones that will even admit that the angels put off their architerion, whatever that is, to be able to mate with women and form giants. Even though they'll admit that, oh, that's in the past, they think linear. They have an evolutionary train of thought. They think, oh, we got better. All that superstition now. Is that right? would cause somebody's heart to fail them for fear for just looking on something coming on the earth. You reckon this is a candidate? <laughs> you reckon those things back in Revelations 9 is a candidate? for a time of trouble that never has been since there was a nation or ever shall be again. Would would it qualify? your heart 
and not your garments, and turn unto the Lord your God. For he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and repenteth him of the evil. You see how wonderful the Lord is. Everybody can gravitate to that, can't you? You can buy in on that 100%. But your your mind will doubt what's come before that. Folks, you can't pick and choose. You can't pick and choose. Don't work that way. Turn to Revelation chapter 18, brother. I'm going to show you something. Okay, folks, that is a two-hour teaching, and my plan was to play the first half tonight, and then next Monday night on TalkShoe, that would be July 9th, I'll play the second half of this teaching called Warning, in Time Fallen Angels and Demons by Pastor Don Spears, and it was preached on March 1st. 2015. Classic sermon, a tremendous sermon for people to learn how to serve the Lord, how to do spiritual warfare, how to serve their churches, the bride of Christ, work for the, the Lord, and to fight for their families and their nations. So I will complete that then a week from today. I'll give out the contact information for Don Spears Ministries. The telephone number is Three three four three nine seven two three three three. The email address is respect to the Lord at yahoo.com. And you can go to PayPal and you can enter Pastor Don's PayPal account, which is his email address, respect to the Lord at yahoo.com. And Pastor Don's name will come up, that's his account, and you can make an offering to the Lord Jesus Christ through this ministry. You can give to the work of the Lord, and the Lord will look after you. Pastor Don's mailing address, where you can send cards, letters, you know, get well cards would be real real appreciated right now. And, you know, or pictures of yourself to pray over whatever you would like. Mailing addresses. 3155 Louisville Street, Apartment D, D as in Don, Apartment D1, Clio, Alabama, zip code 36017, 36017. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just give you thanks for this evening. I pray that you continue to teach your people from this great teaching and sermon message by Pastor Don, and I pray that you would draw people by your spirit to listen to this talk show message or go to the archives at talk show Don Spears Ministries and call up 03-01-2015, and that's the message date. I don't think it's called by Pastor Don in time. Uh, warning in time fallen angels and demons but 
I, it's probably called by him something else. But, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would bless your people, bless them with understanding, revelation, knowledge, and power and ability to serve you. And for Jesus' sake, I pray that these things are done. In Jesus' name, so be it. Amen.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.